baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We are joined on the live line now by Lieutenant Governor of the great state of New York, Western New York native, former Congresswoman, Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul. Ma'am, thank you for uh, taking the time to uh, speak with us today. Thank you, David. Thank you for having me on. Okay, so I guess the, the, the main question right now is when will commercial traffic resume on state, uh, I should say on the thruway? We're having active conversations as we speak, and that'll be determined very shortly uh, in coordination with not just the Thruway Authority and the DOT and state police, but, David, we're also coordinating with Canada and, uh, and the state of Pennsylvania because they also have a ban in place. And so we want to make sure that this is coordinated, but we're very concerned about this as well. But I think what, what I want to get out there, first of all, is that what could have been a cataclysmic, life-threatening storm event really was not because the public listened to our early calls to stay off the roads, to stay inside. And I think this truck ban really went a long way to make sure that the roads were safe while they could be cleared. And the number of accidents we've had is uh, lower than normally during these events because we were very proactive. And the governor came to town yesterday and uh, met with all the experts, got their opinions, and thought that a ban uh, statewide, because this is a statewide storm event. This is not just a regional event that affects us here. There's uh, varying snow amounts all over the state, but we're not the only area being hit, which is a little bit unusual. It's kind of rare to have something of this wide scale. So it is very much under conversation right now, and uh, I would anticipate them being lifted uh, sometime later today. And just so that the audience is aware, this is really in response to previous storms that we've had where the tractor trailers and buses were on the thruway and then the storm got nasty and people ended up getting stranded. When those tractor trailers can't move, it actually creates not only an impediment to, to plowing, but also it is a danger. That is absolutely right. We, you know, we've learned from what's happened in the past. And in fact, today is the 29th anniversary of the blizzard of 1985 when uh, Jimmy Griffin called on people to stay home with their six-pack and watch football. <laughs> a lot of football games this afternoon that we're excited about. Uh, so I think what we learned from the lessons that when you have these, these tractor trailers on the roads or buses on the roads, you're creating a more dangerous situation because they are vulnerable to hijacking, uh, being hij- uh, jackknifing. And when they are jackknifed, they can block recovery. You get, that's when you get the situation where people are sitting literally freezing in their cars. We can't get to them. So we've seen this, this show play out before, and we took every step we could to prevent it from happening. And, in fact, if you look at the, the accidents that occurred in this region from here over to Rochester, the only situation that was difficult and uh, was quite bad over the last 24 hours was when there were still some trucks on the road uh, who did not follow the ban, or they may have already been at a three-way stop, perhaps. But after the ban was put in place, they were still on the road. They jackknifed, went down a ravine, and had a hazmat situation. So, so this is not uh, just speculation. It is the reality that when these trucks are on the road under these weather conditions, when it's icy and blowing and there's whiteouts, uh, it is safer for everyone involved for them to just slow it down, uh, get off the roads so we can get do our jobs, and that's what happened in, in most areas quite successfully this time. Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul joins us. You know, when, when you 
is there a process that after a storm like this where the administration of, of uh, the governor's administration gets together and they do an after actions review because there is noticeable changes from previous storms. Uh, you know, is it a, a, a two week span where you all get together and say, you know what, this didn't work. We should have dropped. Maybe we should have closed the throughway uh, earlier and, and not allowed the traffic from Pennsylvania to come through. Because when you talk about, you know, the throughway, we do have to consider our neighbors. You can't just make a unilateral decision in New York. Uh, if folks are coming from another section of the country into New York, they might not be aware that New York has has uh, closed the throughway and, and uh, other things like that. Absolutely. And in fact, those conversations go on while the event is you know, underway, even, you know, not just afterward. But, you know, and those conversations 100 percent do occur. But I recall being Erie County clerk, very concerned about the motorists when we had a an incredibly dangerous storm where people were trapped in their cars for days, uh, December of 2007, I believe it was, and uh, or maybe 2000, it was a little bit later, 2010. And that time, we learned a lot of lessons. And I remember being a local official saying, you know, why, are, why aren't things being done differently? And now we have the gates that prevent people from being able to get on when there is a closing. Because what we found is we could declare the throughway unsafe for travel to be closed to all drivers, and people are still getting on and still getting trapped in their vehicles. And really that puts the emergency personnel at risk as well. And we have to think about the overall picture. And, you know, is it really that essential that you continue driving to your child's practice or whatever reason you're on the road when you're putting yourself and your family in danger? So we've come a long way in terms of being more proactive. We also have been monitoring the weather in, in addition to the publicized weather reports we have different points where we're gathering weather data so we can give the best predictions available. And I think that's what also happened here as well. We anticipated based on real-time data. We knew it was coming. We prepared. But, of course, we'll always analyze afterward the impacts. And one thing, again, as a former local elected official in the town of Hamburg, which always gets hit hard with snow, uh, I appreciate the fact that we have regular calls with the elected officials the highway superintendents and all the personnel in great coordination with the counties to find out what their needs are. For example, uh, the mayor of Dunker called and wanted some extra assistance with the DOT plows uh, covering the streets there because trucks were being diverted through their community because of our ban, and we wanted to be, ex you know, we, we kind of allowed some space in, in the rules and, and let the, our plows take care of their streets during this short-term emergency. So I think the coordination is is unparalleled compared to what I remember in years past when I was working with my local town uh, at a county level. I didn't see this kind of work, and now it's been really a lot of uh, best practices are now in place. But when you have experts at the Thruway Authority, the DOT, State Police, National Guard, uh, working with our counties as well, uh, people are really know what they're doing. We've been to this before, and I'm happy to say that this one thus far, you know, at least with respect to the snow event, has been a success. But I want to also reiterate this this situation, this dangerous situation, has not passed yet. It is the cold, the silent killer, hypothermia. Someone is out there thinking they can be taking their dog for a walk or they can be out there shoveling, and all of a sudden they start shivering and you get confusion and disorientation and a little memory loss, and all of a sudden like you, are, you don't even know what you're doing. You don't even know if you have enough sense to come in anymore. So you just have to say, I will be out there for the briefest amount of time for the next 24 hours. Uh, keep your kids indoors. Do whatever you can to keep the pets indoors. Check on your neighbors, which is something we're so good about doing. I mean, this has always been known as 
uh, the city and the area of good neighbors, and this is a time when, when people need extra help. So uh, I think I don't want to declare a complete success. I would say last night was a success, but we need to get through the next 24, 36 hours when these incredibly extreme colds are going to be hitting our area, something that we're not used to. It has not been this cold in, in perhaps 20 years. So we need to be attuned to the fact that while you may not have a blizzard condition and you may say, well, I can go outside and go shopping, it looks fine, you could be putting yourself and others in danger. Yeah, that's an excellent point when you talk about the uh, frigid temperature. We think of homeless. We think of our elderly population that goes out there. But uh, Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul joins us. you got to admit, though, in your most honest moments, when you talk to these downstate New York City uh, folks that, that work in the Cuomo administration, when they start talking about bad weather, I mean, you know, you're from Hamburg. You know, I mean, come on. This, this, there's bad weather, and then there's Buffalo bad weather, you know, we're, uh, we've got an extra layer of skin. I mean, we're, we're a different breed of folk. We can handle this stuff. We are tough. We are resilient. And I think that actually has prepared me for my life as a statewide office holder. You have to be tough. got to be tough. Buddy, coming out of Buffalo, you are by nature tough. You've got strong character, but also a kind heart because we are hardwired to help take care of other people in our community, particularly in these times of need. And I, and I so appreciate fact that there are warming centers open, uh, code blue is in place, but you know, if anybody's got some extra food or some winter coats or some gloves, they can t- make sure that you know, there's others among us who need help as well. So I think a generosity of spirit is also one of the great traits coming out of Western New York. Lieutenant Governor Kathy Oakley, anything else you want to add? No, but thank you for the keeping the coverage and everybody stay inside, get your six pack and watch football. It was 29 years ago today when the immortal words were, the advice from our mayor, Jimmy Griffin, came out, and uh, they, they are just as true today as they were back then. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 